मैंने आज YouTube का वीडियो देखा आई एम नाउ मोटिवेटेड दैट मोटिवेशन इज नॉट ओनली लास्ट फॉर मोर देन 30 सेकेंड्स सो बेटर बी मोटिवेटेड बाई योर गोल बेटर शो अप बेटर प्रूफ गुड इन द टाइम नन ऑफ दिस इज गोइंग टू हैपन इन एन इंस्टेंट ग्रेटिफिकेशन फैशन Sorry, going back to your diet a little bit. You were mentioning um, now that you are, you know, more of a not more of you are a mountaineer and you're a bodybuilder. Can you take us through, especially when you're actively training, what you might eat in a day? Like examples, because I think it would be great for our audience to know、mm. how you eat whole food, whole vegan food. How you get enough protein?、Yeah. I'm sure that's your number one question that you get <laughs> along with us too. So. Um, if you don't mind, just letting us know how you know what exactly—not exactly, but typically、just、what you generally.、Yeah. Right. So my diet when I'm training is very different than my diet when I will be on the mountains.、Uh, I'll start off by very quickly sharing what my diet during my training is.、Uh, currently, my training schedule is、uh, not very aggressive.、Uh, I am just in the mode that I want to maintain my fitness. I'm still working towards my next goal, and so I need to figure out like a proper long-term plan towards that goal. So in the meantime, once I figure out figure that out, I'm just like maintenance mode. So I train four days a week, and three of those sessions are、uh, what I would call resistance training or strength training or bodybuilding sessions, whatever you want to call them. It's basically lifting weights is what I will do three days a week, and then one day a week I will be climbing mountains.、Uh, so that's my current schedule.、Um, in terms of the food that I eat, is again I'm maintaining my weight. so i'm not trying to either gain weight or lose weight at this point so i'm eating my maintenance calories、uh, which in my case is approximately around 24 to 2500 calories a day given my everyday schedule and my lifting schedule and my hiking schedule of course on the days when i will hike i will bump up my calories significantly because i want to keep my glycogen stores constantly full and not like deplete them、uh, so That's a very different, very nuanced, you know, thing. I don't want to get into that, but just on a regular basis,、um, out of 2,500 calories, the way I design my diet is, I first decide how much protein I want to eat, because for me, protein tends to be,、uh, you know, a little bit more trickier. The other two things, carbs and fats, are very easy to get on a vegan diet. Protein requires a little bit more planning. So in my mind.、Uh, Around 1.8 to 2 grams of protein per kg of body weight, given the kind of training I do, is what is optimum. The body of evidence is suggesting a very sweet spot around 1.6 grams per kg of、uh, body weight. But with plant protein,、uh, especially around the content of leucine, I like to kind of just be err slightly on the higher side. So instead of 1.6, I kind of err around 1.8 to 2. Grams. So in my case, I am around 80 kgs. So I will end up eating about 140 to 150 grams of protein a day.、Uh, once I know that that is the amount of calories I need from protein, the balanced calories, I just keep it very open that I'll get it from carbs or fats.、Uh, in terms of fats, I primarily focus on getting them from whole sources as much as possible. So it's primarily nuts or seeds or my tofu, my tempeh, those kind of things. Uh, and then the last thing being plant oils, and even in plant oils, I'll try to choose oils which are higher in unsaturated fats rather than saturated fats, because I'm very cognizant of my、uh, LDL levels, and I would like to keep my LDL levels in check.、Uh, so that's typically how I will look at a very higher level picture.
uh, from like a very bare bones what i eat in a day typically i will start my day off with uh, overnight oats uh, overnight protein oats this is basically combination of rolled oats combined with a protein powder combined with a fruit of my choice combined with a whole host of nuts and seeds uh, either mix or either single whatever is is available at home uh, i'll soak it all in uh, into water overnight and then in the morning i'll blend it with uh, a bunch of greens and a frozen fruit or something so just the mix of this uh, becomes a big massive smoothie uh, approximately i target about 700 calories in a, in in my morning smoothie uh, and again a very balanced kind of uh, meal so that there's no significant spike that i'm getting in my glucose uh while acute short term spikes in glucose are really not a big issue which people make it out to be constantly uh, they are not because it's an acute short term response of your body uh i do like getting a more flat response of uh, glucose so that i have sustained energy through my morning and that i'm snacking lesser sometimes when i'm not full i'm more gravitated towards hey maybe i should eat some food maybe i should do this or those kind of things so i don't want to go towards those things this meal takes care of it it has simple complex carbs it has fair bit of protein fair bit of fats essential fats uh, and then micronutrition as well through the nuts through the fruits through the oats and through the greens as well so pretty balanced meal reasonable amount of fiber as well i think almost 13 to 14 grams of fiber right off out of the bat on my first meal which kind of helps me not like you know bother about how am i going to meet my fiber needs or anyways on a plant based diet you don't need to really worry about fiber needs or any of those things because if you are eating whole foods you are easily going to hit your fiber needs very very without overthinking any of this stuff my next meal tends to be whatever is made at home but my version of it so at my home every day it's roti sabzi and dal which is being made uh my rotis are slightly different i will end up adding a little bit of either pea protein or rice protein to my rotis uh so that the protein quotient of my rotis is slightly higher uh, whatever vegetable is cooked at home i will take a portion of that vegetable i have been trying to convince my home to make it in minimal oil and not put any sugar or jaggery in the vegetables so take that vegetable and then i make a massive salad on the side uh this is lots of greens again lots of watery vegetables uh and i will add in some tofu into this like maybe a half block of tofu uh maybe some nut butter or some seed butter on the top so a portion of roti a portion of vegetable and then massive salad on the side sometimes a bean also on the side like a rajma or a chole or a mung bean or some uh, dal if it is made at home so this is typically what my lunch is again a very balanced lunch now someone would come and claim that this is more all carb dominant Look, I am an endurance athlete and need carbs. Like if anyone is telling me that don't eat carbs, they have no clue how endurance sports work. Okay, or even if how lifting works. Even in lifting, you need significant amount of carbs. So I am going to be a little carb dominant, but I also make sure that there's fair bit of protein and fats also coming in. It's not like just I'm eating carbs. If I wanted to do that, I would just eat like you know rice every day, some rice with yogurt. Like I could just eat that. I am not doing that. so this typically tends to be my uh, lunch and later on in the day if i'll be hungry by about 6 in the evening and i would want to snack and my snack 
typically tends to be a portion of fruit and straight up a protein shake uh that typically tends to be my uh snack sometimes occasionally i will add in a source of fat into it like a peanut butter or something if i'm really you know wanting to eat the peanut butter or i'm just craving for peanut butter or some chocolate like a dark chocolate uh, piece just to get in some fats through that so again trying to balance out the meal but it will be predominantly a very protein heavy meal so that it keeps me satiated until my dinner uh and also some fruit so that i get that energy because i like you know having my first glycogen stores full all the time and also having that stream of energy constantly coming through the day and uh, then i will finally end off with the last meal of the day again it is something that my family will cook but my version of it like if they are making let's say vada pav for example uh, in the night now i will turn around and i will and this is a little trickier but what i will do is i will not let the like i like i love potatoes again straight up as an endurance athlete you need to start loving potatoes they are great source of carbs so i won't let the potato be deep fried so i will not make like a vada out of it but i will just use the potato mixture that is uh, has made, been made at home now occasionally i will try and buy sourdough breads or you know more like uh fiber rich breads if i can um, maybe not sourdough bread like not white sourdough bread but a different sourdough bread if sometimes i will but in most cases i'll just straight up take the pav i will put my like the non deep fried vada in the pav and then i'll load it up with a lot of vegetables so i'll probably have some lettuce i will have some uh spinach i will have some cucumbers i'll have some tomatoes i'll have some bell peppers and i'll almost make a powder sandwich kind of a thing so that i am also getting in my fiber i am also getting in the simple carbs i really and it's what it's what's made at home so there are also practical considerations around uh, my life i am not going to go completely around it and say no i'm not going to eat powder i'm just going to make my own food i have done that for a long period of time sometimes it's very inconvenient so now my thought process is how can i just take the meal made at home and make it just incrementally better in my case where uh, i can still enjoy the meal i can still eat the pav vada i can still eat that white bread i but how can i just still you know make it better right the in the amount of veggies i will add it will ensure that i'm getting still enough fiber and my response to like the glucose response is still going to be a little better compared to if i would have straight just eaten up that deep fried vada pav so that's pretty much what i will end up doing through the day is mostly using whatever is cooked at home in my style and then some of the meals just making it myself uh, and kind of structuring the day uh, and through this process by through protein powder which is very convenient i will kind of get in significant chunks of protein and then through protein enriched rotis or protein enriched dosas or the tofu or the tempeh that i will kind of sprinkle liberally through the day uh, some wheat gluten as well sometimes in form of seitan and those kind of things i will again end up consuming easily around 140 grams of protein in a day uh, and then with the balanced carbs and fats it's it's not like it's a no brainer and i will end up consuming about 45 ish maybe 50 ish grams of fiber which is i would say slightly higher than what more most people would kind of consume but with the higher amount of protein coming in 
I would rather you know also have higher amount of fiber also coming in, especially protein through protein powder coming in. I would like my pro my fiber content to be higher so that there's no constipation or no you know like gut irritation that is happening. So typically this is what my day looks like. Yeah, that's amazing. Um, so I, I like how you uh, made it more practical because I yes. think uh, a lot of people, if the whole family hasn't gone vegan, how you made it not inconvenient for your family and also still benefiting your like your goals, your health goals and yeah. your uh, fitness goals. So that's very helpful. Yeah, that's better than and us. We can pass that on. Yeah, because it's it's yeah we can definitely you know um, uh, take a cue from from what you do because. Uh, uh, we basically insist on having a vegan meal, whether we are having a party at home or, or whatever. People come and say, I'm sorry, we are making a vegan meal. But then they, you know, just like you, you may have noticed, they actually start liking it. And after, beyond after a period of time, they're like, oh, are you going to make that seitan chicken or whatever? And, you know, they, they actually enjoy it. So um, I, I hope that <laughs> I hope you have seen the same thing. You want to ask him about the cheat restaurant? Yeah, so this is my own question. I was curious. <laughs> this is not, not in the when list. When you are, if you're having like a cheat day or a special day and you want to order from a restaurant or go to a restaurant in Mumbai, what is your go-to place? Right, so first of all, I don't call it a cheat day at all. Uh, I just call it more like a relaxed day because sometimes I feel uh, while terminology, like, you know, terminology kind of, I don't care about terminology, but a lot of clients like then, you know, take that terminology to their heart and like cheating means what are you cheating with your health? Why would you cheat with your health? It makes no sense to me that you would cheat with your health. So, so, but going, you know, from that very relaxed day, if I'm ordering out, um, like another thing that I tell a lot of my clients is that please don't try and order like, oh, maybe this thing has some tofu in it. So I'm going to order this so that I get my protein. I get, it's a relaxed day. Just order what you want to. Like if you want to eat that unhealthiest burger on the planet, just eat it. Like we eat 1200 meals in a year. If, if you have like 10, 10 relaxed meals, is that going to undo what amazing stuff that you have done in the balance 1100 meals? Probably not by no scope. So if I were you, I would show up for the 1100 meals and then stay relaxed for, you know, those uh, some of other meals. Uh, and at the same time, I also tell them that don't eat like there's no tomorrow. So don't like eat a 20,000 calorie day. You don't just stuff away yourself to glory or something. So don't do those kind of things. But uh, for example, if I want to order something, typically... I will end up ordering from Earth Cafe or not ordering, but I will end up going to Earth Cafe and just ordering like a big pizza or ordering one of their big burgers. I think they have a really good Beyond Meat patty burger and I really love that burger. So something like that or or I will just make the meal myself at home. Like I will order things from a, like I'll just get the Beyond Meat patty or any of the vegan patties and I'll get some vegan cheese myself and some avocado and like, you know, just kind of make a nice big burger at home. Uh, that's pretty much it. And like a side of French, French fries. Like, you know, I love French fries. So typically it will just be a combination of those two. And like maybe a big, big, like, uh, like big o coffee or something. Like maybe a coffee, cold coffee milkshake or something. Like a vegan cold coffee milkshake. So something like that. I think that would be a reasonably good cheat day. Uh, 
I haven't had the craving to do that in a while now. But now that we are speaking, maybe I will do it now. <laughs> oh, oh, maybe. But, but you know, um, we whenever we go by, actually we go almost by your house uh, in that area. And uh, Jenny actually discovered a place that we swing by on our relaxed days when when we're going in that direction. And that is Lakshman Om Vada Pao guy. I don't know if you know this guy. He, you know, no. so we go there and pick up, you know, on, on our cheat days, pick up a, a Vada Pao from there and then continue on. I know you said that you don't eat fried stuff, but, you know, on a relaxed day, maybe you can, you can indulge his, his stuff. Yeah, on, on, on a relaxed day, I'm okay. On a relaxed day, like I will occasionally eat fried stuff on a relaxed day. Like with, 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 with deep fried stuff outside, it's so trickier because their oils are just not something that I am like very, like I would rather eat like a deep fried vada pav at home. Like I would really, like uh, my mother makes kick ass vada pav. So like I just, you know, eat, like, like them eating at home. Because I know you, you answered a couple of our questions already. Uh, oh, what do you, and you, sorry, I need some water. What do you feel like since you, since now you're a, you know, a vegan mountaineer, an accomplished vegan bodybuilder, what do you feel like your greatest accomplishment has been since becoming vegan in terms of your athleticism? Like what is your maybe climbing Mount Everest or summoning Mount Everest twice might be the obvious yeah, yeah. answer, but do you have anything, anything else that you feel that you're particularly proud of? Proud of, yeah. So number one, I am far, 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 far away from being an accomplished bodybuilder. It is is still at least five to seven years minimum or maybe even 10 years away maybe in my early 50s is when i will become that accomplished bodybuilder that i aspire to be there's still a lot of time i need to put in in this journey which i have not so uh, that's still far away so to answer your question uh, my best accomplishment has not happened yet yes climbing everest would you know have been a good answer to this but i truly believe that has not happened yet uh so my next goal my next goal is to be that accomplished bodybuilder who can also climb today as of today i do not know of a professional bodybuilder who can climb mountains because the two sports are polar opposites so it's like you know jo jokingly i told one of my friends that I want to be the first bodybuilder in the world standing on top of Everest with striated glutes. Like, you know, those bodybuilders, they have those glute muscles, which, you know, so I, like, I want to stand on top of Everest, like stripped down to my, like, you know, those bikini undies with my striated glutes and like take a picture on top of Everest. Like that, like that would be a dream come true. If I can, you know, pull that off someday. Good go. Yeah. <laughs> do it, do We're it, do it, do it. Because I mean, I think that's, the, I think what you said earlier really impressed me that, you know, whatever, yeah, you've climbed Everest twice and yet you're saying, wait, my, my goal is not yet there. So that is how we, we always want people, to, I mean, that, that really brings a lot of passion to whatever you do, you know, whether you are uh, uh, leading by example or whether you're doing your own personal feat. It makes a huge difference. I think that's that's commendable. Really, is commendable. So I guess uh, the kind of lead-up question, uh, next question, kind of leads uh, kind of leads into this, in which is, what do you feel is you know a message to the rest of the world, or what is your what do you feel should be uh, a, a take-home message for for people 
um, you know, who, who are aspiring to be like you, really. I think uh, there's no one takeaway message, but maybe uh, a few of them. Uh, maybe starting with uh, having a goal or an objective in life or having an overarching Everest in life. Uh, where my overarching Everest was climbing the Everest or my next overarching Everest is, hey, I want to be that guy who stands on top of Everest with striated glutes, right? Having that goal that gives you that sense of purpose or that gives you that drive, that gives you that passion, that gives you, like every morning I wake up with a sense of purpose that I want to kill today. I want to show up. I want to put in this effort. I want to do the best myself, right? Like you always want to, kind of put yourself in the place where you can succeed at your goals and your dreams, right? So I want to do the best of, for myself. So kind of with that mindset, setting up your training, showing up, putting in the time and effort, right? Like you have a goal, but if you're not going to show up for that goal, if you're not going to put the time and effort for your own goal, no one else is, right? It is your Everest. If you're not going to put the time and effort for your goal, who else is going to be? So putting in that time and effort, training, preparing for that goal, showing up every day, not needing that external motivation. Oh, I saw YouTube video, I'm now motivated. Oh, heck, that motivation is not going to last for more than 30 seconds. So better be motivated by your goal, better show up, better put in the time. And, and the fact that there are going to be tons of failures, lot of adversity, lot of challenge in any of the, these goals and that none of this is going to happen in an instant gratification fashion, right? This is not like an Instagram reel that you are, uh, you know, living your life. This is like literally a two-hour YouTube video that you probably are kind of, you know, being part of, like to give a content analogy if, you know, I, I can. Like, this is a much longer term game that you have to play filled with tons of challenges and a whole bunch of things and that there's going to be failures as well and that you can't give up during these failures. I remember climbing Everest, I failed a couple of times. 2014, 2015, I couldn't climb Everest. But I didn't give up, went back in 2016 and reached the top of Everest. So, kind of not giving up. So, long drawn process, right? Starts off with finding your Everest preparing, staying consistent, facing the adversity, not giving up, staying on track and finally getting to the top. So that's something that I would like to kind of share a message to everyone and kind of ending it with the mindset that you can do all of this without having any animal suffer or die for your dreams at the end of the day. Well, thank you so, so much for joining us. This has been um, eye-opening for us too. Yeah. I think we got a lot of great tips from you um, practical tips on real world veganism, real world vegan athleticism. So, uh, really excited to hopefully continue to share these tips uh, with our our fan our fans. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Nope. With our listeners and our patients and with your clients. Um, hopefully, little by little, we can make the world a more um, animal friendly and healthier yeah. place. So, yeah. thank you so much again and. Hopefully you can come join us again for yeah. more for thank more you. Thank you so uh, much exciting for, um, topics and discussions. Thank you so thank much. Thank you. Thanks, thanks. Appreciate it. Yeah, so thank you so much and really, really appreciate our conversation. I think generally my podcasts are all around people either talking to me about Mount Everest and climbing Mount Everest or any of these. So they are never this drilled down around vegan food or vegan mindset or around vegan uh, nutrition so it was really good to speak about these specific things like vegan acceptance and 
all the practical problems that we really face in our day-to-day lives and and how we can think about these things so really i think uh, thoroughly enjoyed this conversation hopefully people will like it and and we'll learn a thing or two from this so yeah glad to be here thank you bye We really hope you enjoyed our conversation. Can you think about one thing or an idea that you can start to introduce into your own life that will help make your life healthier and less stressful? If you enjoyed today's episode, we'd really appreciate it if you could take a few seconds to share the podcast with your friends and family. Thank you so much for listening. Have a wonderful week. And always remember, your health is literally in your own hands. Making lifestyle changes is not an easy task, but we promise you will be aptly rewarded with a long, healthy, and disease-free life.